This is DJ Thomas, and you're listening to Frequency Interrupted. Taylor Stalling, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. So thanks for coming on. And um, you're getting a lot of attention right now. It's been, what, two months since your last bloodbath? Yeah, and it's been insane. Like, it's crazy to think how crazy things have gotten since then. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean... I, honestly, I didn't know much about you, um, but Quentin Henry, a friend of mine from this area, was actually on that card, and um, that was my first bare-knuckle bout to ever watch, but I've been in the M- MMA game a long time, the boxing game for a while, and um, I saw that fight, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it was insane. Um, it reminded me something like um, Forrest Griffin and Stephen Bonner, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That level of shit. I'm sure you heard that a bunch, but... Yep. <laughs> it's... <laughs> so, um, it's crazy because like I tell everybody that even like after the fight and it stopped I was like oh my god I fought like shit and then like everyone was like standing and like it was like a standing ovation and I was like I don't don't know what that was that great because I felt like shit (laughs) yeah that was like wasn't that like the first bout since COVID one of the first couple since COVID hit we all actually had a crowd there Um, yeah I had a few friends in the room and they were like if you saw this fight in person you wouldn't believe it like on you know on tv it was insane in itself but seeing it in person i mean she was a hell of an opponent and y'all fucking brought it out the whole time like i mad respect because honestly i don't think i've ever seen one that good and i just haven't you know and, I, and i've seen a lot and i've been around a lot and that i mean it was insane thank you that means a lot to me it was just it was crazy she was so tough like i was hitting her with everything yes. i had and dropping her and she was coming right back up and- <laughs> The one thing I say about bare knuckle is there's a lot of moms in bare knuckle. And I'm like, she's a mom. I'm a mom. I was like, I think we went and showed that like moms <laughs> throw down. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, so tell me, how did you get into um, the fight game? Because I know you uh, previously before this, you were MMA, but how did you get into that? You know, and is, was it anything with growing up or have you been in it for a while or what's the story there? Yeah. Um, I've been training for 12 years okay. and when I was, I was younger. I moved to Albuquerque. That's what happened is I moved to Albuquerque and I got picked on a lot. And, um, my dad kind of raised me not to like give a shit or take shit and stuff like that. So whenever I'd get picked on, I was like, I wouldn't take it. I wasn't someone just like getting bullied. It would be like, I'd get picked on. I'd be like, all right. Like if you, if that's what we're going to do, <laughs> my dad always told me like, if someone's even in your personal space, that's automatic means for an ass whooping. Like, that was it. My dad was never like hit some, let somebody hit you first or go tell the teachers. He'd be like, if someone invades your personal space, like that's on them. What happens next? Like, so when I got picked on, I just like, I was just tough. And a wrestling coach was like, Hey, come and try out for wrestling. And I was like, yeah, I really want to punch people. So (laughs) I had a family friend get me into a Taekwondo gym and like send me there. So that's what got me really got me into it. And so what was your first, was your first fight, a boxing match or kickboxing or what was it? Boxing? It was boxing. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is I started like really trying, like putting my toe in the water, like wrestling and jujitsu. And I, and I enjoyed it and I was aggressive, but I always was just like, Oh, I want to hit somebody. I want to, I want to punch somebody. I want somebody to punch me. And that's where like my love, my love just for boxing was always stronger than anything else. I can completely, yeah, I can agree with that on my side too, because I, I started boxing a little bit and then um, that was kind of easing into the MMA game. They want you to get, you know, a couple of boxing matches under your belt then you can get an MMA fight. But my thing is always stand up. I just, I don't, I get bored on the ground. You know what I mean? There's just something about standing there and brawling with somebody that yeah. is just like, 
it's crazy. This everything that goes into it. So yeah, boxing is where my heart has always been. And bare knuckle is literally, it's just me. That sums up my fighting style is the only way to put it. Well, I mean, not only that, but like, so how do you explain, you know, people have been in bar fights, whatever it may be, but you're sitting there and trading punches without any, I mean, just this it, that's it. Right? Yeah. Just bare knuckle. Like, Oh, how do you explain that? Like not only being hit with those, but also like, continuously throwing those over and over again because you don't have any hand wraps on you have no gloves no padding yeah and that's like the hardest that was harder for me and i didn't even have like that kind of advice until like the day before the fight i think it was christine ferrera came up to me and she was like be ready because it's not those punches in the face that hurt it's those ones that you're hitting somebody with your bare knuckles and your hands are going to feel it and i i was like oh shit i never thought about that and then like when i was in there i was like oh shit my hands hurt (laughs) like they hurt really bad um, so it was different, but, and it's also like, I've been in street fights. I mean, I've been in every fight you can think of and it's, it's not the same. Everything's, everything's different in every discipline. That's the only way to put it. I've noticed the clinch game's also different too. You know, that's a whole nother ball game. My opponent clinched me and I was like, oh shit, I forgot that we can do this in bare knuckle. <laughs> and like, I had trained it. Like I had trained drills, right. like practicing my clinch. But once I was in there, I was like slowly just like boxing like I forgot and she grabbed me and I was like oh no 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 like I forgot about that let me let me clinch up with her too and then we start then I got I was like oh okay remember now that we can clinch each other (laughs) (laughs) well where does uh so kill a bee where does that come from um one of my teammates gave me that nickname sparring uh she's a heavyweight she's number 10 I think in the United States her name is Lady Tapa she um we were sparring and you know she's 200 pounds and I'm I was like 117 and we're sparring and she was like, you're like a little bee that just like keeps stinging me. She's like, I could hit you with one shot hard as fuck. And you hit me like 150 more times and you just keep coming at me no matter what. And it's like a bee. And so she kept calling me kill a bee. So it's like, <laughs> Hey, I mean, that's a good, that's a good way to get one, you know, so just giving yourself yeah. and a lot of people just give themselves. A nickname. <laughs> I know. I know. And I was like, I know I have a nickname. I never got one. And then finally it came. Well, how's it been with um, all this new attention going on from your fight? Because I'm sure, like, I, there's no telling how many people have been reaching out and, um, you know, giving you guys cred. I mean, that that shit was Yeah. Um, I'm going to be, like, super transparent with you because, like, it's so awesome. Like, let me give you, like, the good positive part because it's so awesome. Like, I'm, I'm overwhelmed in the best way with, like, having so much support and so many people, like, like, from people I don't know to people who are well-known in the whole entire world, like just everything in between is awesome. And it's so crazy. But let me tell you, that's like a different kind of pressure when like, you know, say for instance, people are wanting to interview me and I'm like, well, I'm a mom and I work three jobs and I'm training and I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying because I'm such a people pleaser. So for me to like hurt someone's feelings, like hurts me really deep down so to know that like I'm trying to make sure I respond to everybody and be the same person that I am at all times, but not be able to like give everybody like the thank you, I appreciate it, just because I can't even like physically see it sometimes because there's so many people. But at the same time, I work really hard for this to get my name out there and be where I'm at. So I'm thankful and I'm blessed, but man, I feel awful and like shit when I can't respond to everybody. <laughs> Hey, you can't, you're only one person. So you said your mom and three jobs. Tell me about that. So how many kids do you have? I have two boys. Okay. One's okay. three and one's five. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I have two boys. I have three jobs. I work at a bakery. 
a brewery and a coffee shop. All of the all of my favorite things I get to do for a job. So it's really, yeah. and training, fighting, two boys. It's wild. So what's it like working? Are you getting bombarded at work too with all this stuff? Sometimes, sometimes. Yeah. Not really. Like everyone here, I live in a small town, so it's been really fun to like go places like everyone here knows each other but a lot of people didn't really know who i was and i'm going into like the local gas station like oh my god i saw you on tv i saw you on the internet i saw tyson fury talk about you and i'm like (laughs) and i'm like in my sweats with no makeup on like yeah that's me so it's it's really cool but um work is pretty much the same all my people that know me like follow my journey so they all we're super excited for me, but nothing out of the norm, just more so like going out in public and people recognizing me. That's like crazy. It's crazy. What's it like being able to, I mean, you're having to train at an elite level at this point. You're, um, you know, working three jobs and raising two kids. How is that like balancing all that? Um, it can be very overwhelming sometimes. And I think, um, you know, on social media, social media does a good job of making everything look perfect and pristine. And yeah. I'm a human. Like I, I'm a human, so it does get to be a lot, but I have luckily been put into an opportunity with this fight to be able to work jobs that work around my schedule and things that work with my children and make the number one priority is them, making sure that they constantly get what they need and their attention and their time and communicating with them. Um, but I'm lucky because I'm in a position where I get to do all the things, work jobs, all that, but I would be lying if I said it was just all peaches and cream because it's not. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot to to balance. You know, it's a lot in the yeah. stuff to, to be a mom and and work one job. Not to mention all these other things. Yeah. yeah. What's uh? So what are you looking at next? What fight do you want next? Um, I'm gonna be fighting in July, and okay. I know who I'm fighting already. I can't tell who I'm fighting, but I know who I'm fighting. Um, it's a really good matchup for me, and I think people are gonna be excited about it. And. I don't know. I think it's in, it's going to be in Texas. I don't know the date yet because I think Bare Knuckle has a couple shows right now going on that they're, they've let me know when it was going to be and what was going to happen, but just all the other details I don't really know yet. What um, I've been seeing the exclusive content stuff roll around, and you're in that game now. Um, how is that? I mean, I'm sure you're catching all kind of bullshit over it, but, I mean, honestly, in my opinion, I think it's great to be able to leverage that attention and do something with it. Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean? What am I talking about? I don't know. What you're talking about. <laughs> like your uh, your website, your website. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm like, I went, did something happen? I went there. I My bad. I went there. No, it's okay. No, that's what it's for. Um, it's awesome. It's such a great thing for me. Um, with my website, like one, I like to be super personable with fans anyway so aside from like the sexy side of it because i'm sure a lot of people are just like it's just taylor up there half naked no it's like it's it gives me an opportunity like i said i don't get to answer a lot of my fans just because the way they message me and so many i can't possibly filter them all out so my website really gives me an opportunity to like personally message my fans and like answer them because the majority of the time the people that are on there are just like hey how are you i'm a huge fan but also I've got sexy stuff on there, so it doesn't hurt. And it's, it's, I've gotten a lot of really positive That's feedback, good. but I've had, I've had a little, I've had a couple people that aren't too happy about it, but you know, I, I pay my bills at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I know that's been something that's been, um, you know, Paige Van Zant, you know, the people ridiculed her over that for a while. 
And um, it's just, I mean, why not? You know, yeah, if you, it's a platform um, for you to be able to be yourself and, you know, communicate with people and make money. Why not? You know, exactly. I mean, being a female, it's cool to like have an outlet to be like sexy other than being just like rough and tough all the time. You make money like it's it's a good, like I can probably say that anybody that can do it, like I'm, there are people that don't want to do it by choice. But a lot of people are like, if I could do that, I would do it. So, like. Yeah. You know, it's it's just smart. It's just smart. There's no reason not to do it, honestly. It's a good business mind. I don't hate on that at all. You know, what um. So what are what's some some of your personal stuff that you do besides the kids and the, you know and work and fighting? Is there anything like what is what are your hobbies? Um, I love. I don't really like even have any hobbies besides like working. <laughs> fighting is my hobby. Um, I get that. I like to sit at home and watch the Golden Girls, like, when I have a spare moment. <laughs> Who's your favorite character? Oh, Blanche Devereaux. Oh, gotta That's be, like, yeah. she's yeah. my spirit animal. Yeah, that show's she's great. My spirit animal. Oh, man. So, what are, do you have any, I mean, I'm sure you're getting hit up a lot by people, like, saying, you know, inspiration and stuff like that. Um, what's been your kind of game-changing, pivotal moment, you know, response for people when they reach out to you? Um, hmm. just never giving up really, which like sounds so cliche and so, so just standard, but it's true. Like you just gotta, like, you, no matter what, that's the one thing is I've always seen where I was going and where I was heading, no matter how many people told me like, you can't do it. Or how many times life kicked me in the balls and was like trying to keep me from doing like just everything. And it was like, I knew what I saw for myself and I just had to push myself. And then secondly, like surrounding yourself with people that believe in that for you and want to see you get there. Um, Cause the negative people like that's, they can bring you down, but as long as you're focused and you have people that support you, like you can do anything in the world that you want to. Yeah. It's funny because we talk about this on the show a lot. Like anytime I ask anyone some questions like that, it's like the cliche things are always the most, you know, real, like you hear, the shit, you hear the shit every day and people throw that stuff around so loosely that it doesn't mean anything until it does. Yeah, and it's exactly. So hard to explain that to people. Um, what do you, I wanted to ask you this because I, I don't really know how to feel, you know, how I feel about it, but all these um, celebrity boxing matches are putting together with these MMA fighters. Shit. What's, what's your opinion on that? Uh, it was like the whole Jake Paul and the uh, master thing. Like, okay. I said months ago, someone asked me, what's your opinion? I said, Jake Paul is going to beat him one because it's probably set up. And if it's not set up, Ben Askren is not a striker. And uh, Jake Paul is in the gym every single day only striking so what's gonna happen it's yeah. different disciplines and like people thought i was crazy because my god like, yeah, jake paul's gonna fucking kill him yeah not to mention he's twice the size too that, that's what i'm but, saying so i'm like somebody who doesn't strike goes and stands in there with someone who's boxing every single fucking day and day in and day out like it's gonna happen i don't like the whole celebrity boxing thing with the paul brothers and like now they're trying to bring like youtubers on board and stuff like that like it if I'm glad for them that they're pursuing it. It's great. And I think that they definitely should secure their bag and do that because like they're enjoying it or whatever. But at the same time, I feel like there are so many other worthy people of getting that attention that they're getting um, that that's where it gets me. I'm like, well, there's people who've been fighting their whole life that don't even get 
Well, that's why you have. Yeah, that's why you have so many people get frustrated because it's like I bust my ass every day and and day in, day out. I may be in the UFC in the top 10 and still not making, you know, 100 grand a year. And you have these people going on there and just leveraging attention and making millions of dollars in a, you know, bullshit boxing match. When I say that's bullshit, the, I mean, it's still a boxing match, but you know what I mean? Like, it's not. Yeah, that's one of the things that really bothers me, too, is, like, um, I can talk shit. Like, yeah. I I have the personality that I have, and I can talk shit, but I don't like that. Like, I don't like feeling, like, for me to get people to want to watch me, I have to be like, fuck you, or, like, all this stunt stuff. Like, I don't want to have to do all that. Like, I want people to watch me just because they want to watch me. Um, but whatever, like, it, it works for them, so, yeah. hey. Yeah, it's been an interesting turn of events, and I haven't really got a chance. I don't think I've sp- I haven't spoken to a fighter in a, in a couple, probably a couple months on the show about it. And I was like, man, after this weekend, I wanted to talk about that too. Not to mention Frank Mir put a good fight on. You know, what I mean, they went. Yeah, they went. I'm glad he made it the whole time. You know what I mean? Against that. Me too. I think he actually signed with Bare Knuckle, and like, I would love to fight on like a Frank Mir card. Holy or, like, shit! Yeah, just... I've always loved that dude. Yeah, he's awesome. You're getting a lot of um, veterans in there. Have you met? Yeah. Have, you got, have you got to meet like Lieben and people like that? I did. I actually, Chris Lieben was on the card that I fought on. Yeah, um, right. I don't think I. He congratulated me and stuff. But I didn't really get to sit and personally talk to him. I met Quentin Henry when I was there. He was so nice to me. Um, and yeah, Chris Lieben was cool. It was just cool, like because I was really starstruck and I was trying like not to be. <laughs> because <laughs> i'm like i'm here fighting on the same card i gotta like be professional yeah um so like when i saw chris Lieben like in the same room as me i was like looking at him like oh my god there's chris Lieben. oh <laughs> that was another but he came up to me and he like congratulated me and it was really cool yeah i mean that was i mean for him to you definitely caught his attention that night but that was a tough <laughs> ass fight quentin hits really fucking hard and for Lieben to take those shots and just i was like holy shit yeah i was like they i was scared for that i was like i know that that's gonna be a fucking crazy fight yeah well i mean so what's what else is going on with you what what else you what else do you have planned i mean besides the little things you have brewing as far as the fights the content anything else working on um no i think i'm gonna try to like go out to some of the bare knuckle fights soon or maybe like hopefully travel or something and be there and show face um i have um i'm trying to work on like doing this documentary which i think will be really really cool and super personal um and going really deep with it so i hope that people enjoy that it'll probably come out sometime after i fight um but other than that like my life is just constantly on the go doing the same things all the time really well i like um, that watching your stories and seeing your posts <laughs> i like that you're real you know you've been pretty real with everyone you don't just it's all like glitz and glam no i like i was just gonna say well like the other night i um drank like a six pack of trulies and put on a chewbacca onesie and like <laughs> watched the golden girls Hell yeah. i guess like that's exciting but <laughs> i have a problem where like I'll think something's like, I mean, it is a good, I don't post anything bad, but like sometimes I'll post something and then like the next day I'm like, oh my God, did I really like put that on my story? I don't care though. Like, I'm just like, whatever. Nah, I, th- nah. I think I'm, fu- I do it mostly because like I make myself laugh and if I make myself laugh, I'm like, everybody else has to see this. I bet they'll think it's so funny. And then like 90% of the time, nobody thinks it's funny. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, there's something bad. I mean, cause there's so many people, <laughs> especially someone with, that has the attention that you have or it's just putting yeah. on a show the whole time you know so <laughs> oh, no. I, I can't i just can't because 
what you see is what you get. <laughs> so what, um, who's your favorite fighter? Oof. That's female. a hard question. Let's go female first. Female fighter. Let's go um, MMA. MMA. John Whaley. Okay. Male. I mean, like, she's not my favorite, like, personally, but, like, right now, like, she's just a monster, so it's like, whoa. Yeah. So I have to say, like, personally, um, I've always loved Ashley Evans-Smith, and I got to be on her podcast, which was, like, so amazing, because nice. I've always been such a huge fan of hers. Um, Jillian Robinson, Hannah Goldie, like, all of those are women that I, like, that stick out to me. Yeah, Hannah Goldie's cool. She, um, I talked to her recently. Hopefully, I get her on soon as well. What She's about, such uh, a bad bitch. I'm always like, like I bought some supplements. <laughs> like I didn't realize what a nerd I was. I was like, I bought some supplements because Hannah Goldie is taking those supplements. And she just looks good. And she messaged me. She's like, did they sponsor you? That's great. I'm like, no, I just bought them because you take them. <laughs> what, uh, what about Mel? Ooh, hold on. Jake Paul. Just kidding. <laughs> um, Male, 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 male. Like you want, like UFC, MMA. I mean, MMA, whatever. UFC, Bellator. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, my coach Keith the Rockstar Richardson. He's okay. my favorite MMA fighter, but like someone like else. I'm trying to think. I always like draw blanks on this for some reasons. If I don't watch like everybody, I always, um, I always really liked Cody Garbrandt. And I like Sean O'Malley. Like, Sean O'Malley. Sean. Sean O'Malley. Yeah, like, he's just yeah. who he is, and I love that about him. Cody's back on the upswing. He took that loss, and then he's, he's back with a vengeance, so he's doing good. Yeah, yeah, and I was hoping that for him. But I, like, saw, I saw something yesterday with his little boy, and his little boy's so cute. Um, yeah. I don't know why. I always draw blanks on that. Oh, that's all good. So tell me about your coach. Um, how long have you been with him? Um, I have been at Modern Warrior for – I want to say since September, Okay. September. Um, but I've known Keith for a really long time. Um, not a really long time, but like two years, I would say, um, when I was training over at Jimmo where, um, Impa and hot sauce and Brian Barberina and like all those guys were training. That's where I used to train. And Ricky Rainey was there, but Keith had come in to train. I met him there. And then I moved over to this side of town to Rock Hill, South Carolina, which is where his gym's at. And I had ran into him at the grocery store and he was like, Hey, why don't you come and spar? Um, give one of our girls some work. And I was kind of in like a, I don't even know what the word is. Like I was just in the transition of trying to figure out where I wanted to train and like where I wanted to be and what I wanted to do yeah. anymore. Cause I was kind of like all over the place. And when I went in there and sparred, I just kind of was like a straight cat that got fed and kept coming back. <laughs> and then before you know it, I was like, hey, Keith, I have a contract for Bare Knuckle. Would you want to be my coach? <laughs> and he was like, absolutely. Well, I love what it's involving, too, because <clears throat> I think it's a new game. There's going to be a lot more components, like people coming in left and right. And it seems like they're getting some good investors on board and they're bringing in some people, some top tier opponents. And I just I can't believe how much is blowing up already. I really think that um, people don't understand bare knuckle is such a great organization. Like aside from like all the big like stuff coming in and like publicly and things like that, like when you fight for them, that you become family. And like, that's one of the things they say in the pre-fight meeting, like we're, you're in the put or the yeah pre-fight meeting, everyone's there rules meeting, whatever. And David Feldman, like I had like tears in my eyes when he was like giving us our, 
<laughs> rules meeting, which is so stupid because like usually you're bored out of your mind, like yeah. trying to get out of there. Yeah. But David Feldman was like, if you come in here and you fight your fucking ass off, I don't care if you win, if you lose, it's a draw. But if you come in here with respect and you fight your ass off, you always have a home in bare knuckle and we'll always make sure you're taken care of. And like, just was like so thankful that we were there to put on a show. Like, thank you for being here. It means a lot to us. And they're a great organization all around. And I think it's going to blow up like a lot more than people realize. Yeah. And you're on the, I mean, you're right there at the beginning of it, you know? So it's like, you're a pioneer for this. <laughs> I guess you could call me that even like, I'm like, Holy shit. <laughs> like every day I'm like, Holy shit. Um, I'm excited though. Cause I, I just feel like I'm home and it's where like I need to be. Well, what are, so what are your, um, aside from, so condition the knuckles, what do you, how do you go about doing that? Um, I can't say the word for it, but it's a board, a Malki Kawa, Kawa something board, but it's like yeah. a little wooden board. I, um, Keith just got one of those in the gym and I've been punching that thing and that thing works pretty good. It's just like a square wooden board. And then, um, at first I was like hitting the bag without any wraps on or anything, just bare knuckle. And I've seen people hit their, their, um, knuckles with hammers. Um, obviously yeah. you can't spar, like you can't spar no. bare knuckle. No. We did a lot of like movement stuff, like without anything on, but, um, I just, as the camp went progressed, I just went lighter gloves, lighter gloves all the way down to like MMA gloves and then conditioned my knuckles, like just basically beating the shit out of them as much as I could until they just felt ready to go. <laughs> until it was time to ease off of them. What's your, um, what's the weight cut thing and the, like the layout as far as weight class and stuff? How does that work with you? There is, as far as I know, there's only a 125 pound division for females. There's never even like been a champion from what I know. Let me say allegedly, because like I've right. seen belts given out, but I've been told that they were given out as like trophies. Um, but there has never been like technically a woman's champion in bare knuckle. Okay. And there's only a 125 division. I think there's maybe like eight of us, maybe less. Are you, like are you cutting any weight to make 125 or are you walking around at that weight? No, I mean, like, I'm, like, 130 right now, but if okay, I just, yeah, like, that's, yeah. I mean, I walked around at that. I walked, I went into the scale, like, to the scale and got on it and didn't have to starve myself or anything, so it was really nice. I usually cut to 114, 115, so. Well, it's interesting. It's interesting, too, because I don't know. So, what's the fight? I talked to Quentin about this a little bit, but this is, you know, Quentin's early in the bare knuckle game, too, but, like, what is the, what's the fight count di difference, you know, from, MMA to this. I mean, you're just hyper focusing on boxing every single day. I mean, yeah, you know, it's funny is I actually trained a lot of kickboxing in MMA just because like there's so many MMA and kickboxing classes at my gym yeah. that I was just wanting to get all the work all around. And like a lot of the classes, my coach would um, kind of say like whoever was working with me, Hey, like only work boxing with her. But for the most part, I trained everything until it got closer and closer and then it started i started focusing on boxing just because it was a good workout just to do mma and lift people up and pick them down and wrestling yeah. and all that stuff so um but yeah i usually primarily play it made me definitely like not enjoy doing anything else like now i'm like oh i don't want to do jujitsu i don't want to do wrestling i don't want to kickbox like i'm always like i just want to box well i mean do you have any plans to approach it different on this upcoming fight in july um I think the best thing I can say is like now that I've been in there and I know how the game goes that like, I've definitely 
got everything training wise. I don't want to say perfect because nobody's perfect, but I've gotten everything. Like I've taken in everything I need to know to know how to train perfectly for a bare knuckle fight and to do everything that I need to do for a bare knuckle fight. And um, I'm excited because now that I know what to expect, (laughs) it's going to be different. Um, It's, I'm excited. Like, I'm just so excited now that I had that, that fight to be like, okay, this is what's happening. And this is how it goes. I mean, yeah, you got it. <laughs> I'm ready. Like, I'm, I can't wait. I keep saying, like, I can't wait to show the world the different animal that comes out in July because I'm, I am I'm scared. I'm fucking scared. <laughs> I don't even know what to think about what's going to happen. <laughs> well, I mean, so there's a lot of my listeners and viewers that have, that have no fucking clue about fighting or anything, you know, whether it be male or female on, on all spectrums across the states. Um, is there anything any kind of positive knowledge or negative shit that you want to talk about that you may deal with that people may can relate to? Um, yeah, I think one of the biggest things that I've learned here recently is just like always being kind to everybody. Like it's so easy for us as humans to judge other people that we don't know just by looking at them or making an assumption off them because there are definitely a lot of people that don't know me that like just hate me that like would come on like just that have like gotten somehow thrown in the mix of the thousands and thousands of followers that are like I fucking hate this bitch I'm like I don't even know you and like I'm very sensitive so it like hurts my feelings so I'm like um yeah one of the biggest things I can say is just always be kind like they say like you never know anybody's going through you never know um, what anybody's feeling that day and just always be kind to everybody. Well, that, I mean, that's, that's a great point too. And that's why I like these platforms because we can have a conversation, you know, instead yeah. of just doing some kind of, you know, cut and dry interview with bullshit questions for five minutes. And then that's their, you know, they judge you off of that and they have no yeah. fucking clue who you are, you know? So like, let's get personal. Let's talk about some real shit. Is there yeah. anything you've been through that, um, that you've overcame in the past few years that, you may want to talk about yeah we can get personal i've been through a divorce (laughs) like a divorce that's been really really tough especially when you have kids and um you know it's that's really hard like to be with somebody and you envision being with them forever for the rest of your life and you have kids because you believe that you're going to be together forever for the rest of your life and it just you know, it doesn't work out and things, life just, my, the past few years, my life got like upheaved and changed and moved. And, um, it was my choice, like ultimately, but it was really hard nonetheless, like to have to go through that. It was like in my head, I thought, Oh wow, like I'm going to get a divorce and everything's just going to be great. And it was, it was a shit storm for two years. And just now, like just now am I starting to finally feel like things are kind of okay with that, you know? Yeah. I mean, people build their life on something and they think it's going to work out and it changes and you have to roll with the punches. Exactly. So that's something like super personal that's been really hard. And like, I haven't been very public about it. Kind of was just more so like, I just like didn't say anything and didn't yeah. let anybody know. People were like, wasn't your fight name Jenkins like a year well, ago? I, like, I wasn't going to bring that up, but I was trying to find <laughs> your accounts and tag you on shit. And I was like, hmm, okay. Who's Jenkins? Yeah. yeah. I was like, that looks like her, but maybe that's one of those fake, fake, pro- how many fake profiles have you had lately? <laughs> okay. Like I'm not even mad about any of them except for the one that like leaked like <laughs> pictures of me. That was not fun. Um, that was the only one, but you know, Hey, that's like, um, I remember someone made a fake account recently and it was just like a stupid one. They were like asking people for money, like some random scam yeah. thing. And I'm like, 
okay, I can get that done. And then like someone posted my nudes <laughs> and I was like, the first one I was like, you know, you've made it when someone's made like a fake account of you. And then I was like, you know, you've really made it when someone makes a fake account with your naked pictures on it. And it was just yeah. like a whole scandal and it was awful. Um, but I just, I just made a joke of it at the end of the day. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's interesting and it's funny because we have to, these platforms are what we live and breathe on now at this point. You know, I never would have thought that I'd be walking around with this and living off of it. And it's my main source yeah. of income. It's fucking insane, but we all operate off of them. But for some reason, it's so hard for some people to be fucking real. Yeah. Still be real people. And especially now that we've been dealing with this shit for what, 10 years at this point, you can see fake and real. We all know what, you know, it is so scary to me. Like what scared me the most was like, I think the person that made it knew me personally in, in oh. some way, shape or form. Yeah. So it was someone who knew me personally, but like how easy it was for them to just like make an account, make it fake, make it look like me, talk to people like as if they were me. Like, it was just like, Whoa, like to think that I'm, might have pissed someone off so bad that they wanted to make an account and like do that. And like my response literally was like, if, if I knew who it was personally and that I hurt their feelings that bad, like I would just give them a hug and like tell them I'm sorry. And yeah, like, you weren't even, you wasn't even mad about it. You're just like, okay. Yeah. I was just yeah. like, I really feel bad about the fact that like, I like upset someone this bad to where they wanted to make a fake account and like slander my name. Like I was like, Oh fuck. Um, <laughs> Cause I like really try to be, I try to be the best person I can be, yeah. but you piss people off. I mean, I mean, you can't make everybody happy. Yeah exactly <laughs> well look it's been real today i appreciate your time i just wanted to um you know get get a few minutes with you and let everybody get to know you a little bit and um like i said there's all types of people it's just not you know we're not people a lot of people probably have never seen i hope they look your fight up and watch it now you know like who is yeah. this chick, you know what i mean but um there's a lot of people on here that do know it too and um it's funny because for some reason when i watched that fight the next day I probably should have posted a picture of Quentin, <laughs> but yeah. I posted a picture of y'all because I was like, holy fuck. Like it just, it, it was intense. Like it was intense. It inspired the fuck out of me. Like I was just like, damn man, I, they, people need to know who this is, you know, and, and what the best thing, the best thing that like, um, really like touched me the most is I had so many, not just one, not just two. Like I had so many people reach out to me and like, tell me they watched my fight and cried. They were like, I don't even know you, but I watched your fight and cried. And then there was like people that do know me that were like, I saw your fight and I cried my eyes out, like just knowing like all the adversity you've ever overcame and stuff like that. And then there were people who didn't know me that were like, I watched that fight and I cried because I could just feel the passion that you had yeah. in that fight, like just all out there on the line. So that was really cool. And so thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh yeah. I fanboyed my ass off. I was like, Hey, do you know this chick? Holy shit. Do y'all know this chick? Let me show you this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I appreciate your time today. And, um, any, any last words you want to plug anything? Um, thank you all. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you everybody for all of your support. I love you all so much. Um, if you have not subscribed to my website, it's taylorstarling.com. Very simple. Um, follow me on Instagram at taywstarling. But that's really it. Thank you. Thank you for your time. And thank you, everybody, for taking the time to listen to me talk. <laughs> thank you. Everyone, please subscribe to the podcast. <laughs>